morning, Greg Ficellia. Thanks for tuning in to the next Big Thinker podcast, sales version. Today I want to talk about the two different selling scenarios. I talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the small sale, one call close, and then the larger sale, multiple call close. And the difference in um, perception that a buyer is going to have in each of those two scenarios, right? The larger the commitment, the larger the decision, it alters the psychology of the sale. But another thing that it does, and this is where I think, we've talked about this before, where uh, leadership training for salespeople and not just sales training is important, particularly for the larger sale. Because in the small sale, one call close, small dollar amount, it's easy for the buyer to just make a decision based on, for example, price. They can, they can separate the product from the salesperson. So if the salesperson, for whatever reason, rubs them the wrong way, has not established rapport, does not seem trustworthy, in a small sale, the buyer can separate that perception of the salesperson out of the equation, just focus on the product is this what I need at the price I'm willing to pay, yes or no, boom, transaction done. They never have to interface with the salesperson again. The, on the other hand, the multi-call, uh, or you know, the larger sale that requires multiple uh, interactions between seller and buyer, and potentially, well not potentially, in, in many cases involves post-sale interaction, the perception of the salesperson by the buyer is a huge factor in the decision to buy or not to buy. They are they cannot afford to separate you from the transaction, the salesperson, because part of their decision is, is how do they feel about the salesperson, working with that salesperson, having a relationship with that salesperson. So you've got two totally different scenarios as far as, uh, you know, what the, how, the, how the buyer perceives you, the importance of that. My, I have experienced both in the one call, close, small dollar, small ticket sale, and then the larger multi-transaction uh, or multi-presentation multi, uh, multi sale, multi-step sale, just the large sale. And yeah, that to me is, is, a, is, a, is a, uh, definitely something that's critical. I tend to have that, I take, I take the same attitude and demeanor from the big sale to the small sale. And it works wonders because, you know, you have in the small sale, you've got to make your best professional 
short, concise pitch to get to a yes. And if you're a likable person, it just makes it that much easier, right? Simple enough. If they like you and your product service is priced right and is a fit, the high likelihood you're going to get that sale. And you can, you know, move on. You've left them with a good feeling. You can move on to the next opportunity and you, you can feel good. There's none of that, you know, sleazy, uh, uh, you know, residue on you as you, as you leave. I couldn't stand that, to, to have that, uh, you know, to have that feeling. But so this is a huge thing. So, you know, leadership training, I've talked about this before, you know, how you present yourself, how you greet people, how you're dressed, personal hygiene, you know, some obvious things. Do you, you know, looking people in the eye, having a calmness about you when you arrive, um, being professional, you know, lots of one-call close roles do not uh, require a lot in the way of professionalism. We've seen that. So you can certainly separate yourself from the pack just by being more professional, understanding what executive presence means, communication, eye contact, asking good questions, listening, being quiet, thoughtful, all of those things that that are a must in a big sale cannot hurt you in a small sale. Right? So that's something I you know I want to explore deeper. So that's that's sort of the topic today, you know, your professional demeanor and um how you're perceived by the buyer something to really be aware of. I encourage you to read the book called Spin Selling. Now, the book is written specifically for salespeople involved in large sales, but what you can learn, what you learn in that book is going to help you if, if you are uh, involved in small sales. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, I've been, so lately, to keep my selling skills sharp, my questioning skills, I'm doing small sales, one call close sales right now, keeping track of my numbers. And yesterday I had seven turn downs. I had a lot of maybes. I still have, I'm not sure exactly how to gauge those. I think with the one call close, if you don't close them in that first sit, you're not going to get a second chance. So those maybes, I'm kind of pushing those to the probably nots. <laughs> I'm not going to invest a lot of time in, you know, follow up. I know that emailing those people and phone calls really don't work and I'm not or aren't effective and I'm sure not going to take the time to go drive and see somebody who is on the fence. If I haven't made a strong enough pitch for them to say yes, then it's time to move on. Smile on my face, handshake, have a great day. So I had, but I had seven clear no's, but I also had seven yeses. My goal is six yeses per day. I have had seven. So that's fun, looking at those numbers and trying to figure out what to do with those maybes, which I'm going to just call probably nots. Uh, So food for thought. 
Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe. I think I'm going to have to change the name of the podcast. At least flip it to something sales related. The next big thinker component came out of an old business. Uh, so I'm just, I've just been using that. Uh, that business, what, what I, you know, what I was doing in that business though still plays a role in uh, what I've been talking about lately related to sales because that, that was next big thinker was a leadership education, uh, uh, business. And of course I'm still talking about leadership education, so it's still a component, but my focus really now is on sales building effective salespeople, partnering with sales managers to build the capabilities and effectiveness of their sales team and with for companies who do not have a sales manager performing the role of, of sales manager in a fractional capacity to help them. The focus is to help them move their B and C players to a, a more effective uh position and to generate that's where the incremental revenue is going to come from so thanks for listening please subscribe please share we'll be back in touch tomorrow with another episode of next big thinker